Then you will truly be successful. Turn the page. And we know all things work together for the good. Gotta work together. The good. Gotta work together. And we know all things work together for the good. Gotta work together. The good. To those who love God, keep God's word on your lips. To those who are called, meditate on day and night. According to Be His purpose, to do purpose. it's His purpose, Ooh. not mine. And we know all things work together for the good. Gotta work together. The good. Gotta work together. And we know all work together for the good, work the good, to those who love God, keep God's word on your lips, to those who are called, according to his purpose, purpose, it's his purpose, not mine. We are still in the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah the fourth chapter and the first verse reads this way. When Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he became angry and was greatly incensed. He ridiculed the Jews, and in the presence of his associates and the army of Samaria, he said, What are those feeble Jews doing? Will they restore their wall? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they finish in a day? Can they bring the stones back to life from those heaps of rubble burned as they are? Tobiah the Ammonite, who was at his side, said, what they are building, even a fox climbing up on it, would break down their wall of stones. Hear us, our God, for we are despised. Turn their insults back on their heads. Give them over as plunder in a land of captivity. Do not cover up their guilt or blot out their sins from your sight, for they have thrown insults in the face of the builders. So we rebuilt the wall till all of it reached half its height, for the people worked with all their heart. But when Sanballat, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Ammonites, and the people of Ashdod heard that the repairs to Jerusalem's walls had gone ahead and that the gaps were being closed, they were very angry. They all plotted together to come and fight against Jerusalem and stir up trouble against it. But we prayed to our God and posted a guard day and night to meet his threat. Meanwhile, the people in Judah said, the strength of the laborers is giving out and there is so much rubble that we cannot rebuild the wall. Also, our enemies said, before they know it or see us, we will be right there among them and will kill them and put an end to the work. Then the Jews who lived near them came and told us ten times over, wherever you turn, they will attack us. Therefore, I stationed some of the people behind the lowest points of the wall at the exposed places, posting them by families with their swords, spears and bows. After I looked things over, I stood up and said to the nobles, the officials and the rest of the people, don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your families, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your homes. When the enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it, we all returned to the wall, each to our work. And that ends our reading for day 22. And the topic for your consideration is this requires work. Put that in the chat. This requires work. 
The more I studied the book of Nehemiah, the more I realized how important it was to add another lesson from this book. Here are some important facts I think you should know about the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah is about rebuilding what's been torn down, restoring what sin has destroyed, repenting of our part in it and returning back to God. That is almost the exact same message in Ezra. You want to know why? Because Nehemiah and Ezra are what some theologians call brother books. The people in Ezra rebuild the temple. The people of Nehemiah rebuild the wall. Some view Ezra as a second Moses and some view Nehemiah as a second Joshua. Ezra is about revaluing the law. Nehemiah is about revaluing the land. All of these truths typify Christ. In the book of Ezra, we see a type of Christ as priest. In the book of Nehemiah, we see a type of Christ as prophet. And Zerubbabel is a type of Christ as king. The word typology derives from the word type, which is a fancy word that points to any event, any person or any statement in the Old Testament that somehow prefigures an aspect of Christ as revealed in the New Testament. If you ask me, another aspect of Nehemiah's calling that points to Jesus is his leadership. Think about it. Nehemiah didn't just rebuild a wall. Nehemiah developed a plan. He succeeded by casting a vision, and that allowed other leaders to join that plan. Then Nehemiah completed in 52 days what would have taken others hundreds of years. Nehemiah's story then proves to us that when God is involved, it doesn't take long to get things right again. Nehemiah was also instrumental in convincing the people to recommit themselves to God. He taught them that if you want a solid community, then you have to return to righteous living. Nehemiah was purposed to do way more than build walls. He was assigned to develop solid families. What I know for sure is that God will always call his purpose partners into barren lands and problematic environments to do multiple things at the same time. What I also know to be true is that for every opportunity, there is an undeniable opponent. Please do not forget that there is a waging war up above our heads. Please don't forget that there is a diabolical opponent who does not want you to win. We see this clearly in Nehemiah 4, but allow me to paint the picture to you by telling you a little story. When I first relocated to Chicago in 2018, I was given a stipend to assist with my relocation. This stipend was given so that I had sufficient funds to move my belongings without a hitch. But if you have ever moved before, you know that there is no such thing as a move without a hitch. Hitches come with the package. So the movers gave me a price quote over the phone. It seemed too good to be true. My gut said to anticipate an unexpected price increase so that you don't overspend now and end up disappointed later. I went with my gut and scheduled the pickup. On the day they arrived to pick up my belongings in New Jersey, they increased the price by 25%. And on the day my furniture arrived in Chicago from New Jersey, they added yet another charge to transport my belongings from the truck to the door of my condo. When I looked at the accumulated charges, I was surprised to discover that the exact amount I was given to relocate was the exact amount I was charged. But when I made the first call, the price they gave me was half the price I ended up paying. Even though I was shocked and bothered, I wasn't in the hole. Why? Because I had anticipated the hitch. 
I anticipated that things might not go as smoothly as planned. And if I had not created a margin of safety into my budget, I would have not been able to afford the transition. All of us need to look at our goals. Anything that God is calling you to build, change or revise will come with opposition. Why? Because God is using you to build in a place that is torn down. You are an answer to a problem. You are the solution they have been praying for, but you are also the help they weren't ready for. So even though you are clear that God has called you, and even though some may have longed for you to show up, that still doesn't negate the fact that opposition comes with elevation. Nehemiah had a great idea. To rebuild the wall to protect God's temple, all of his intentions were pure and admirable. He had no ulterior motive and still a group of people opposed him. Sam Ballot initiated the conflict by asking unnecessary questions. Be careful of people who only point to the problem but have no desire to help in bringing a solution. Then Sam Ballot found a friend named Tobiah who stood by his side as his amen corner. There will always be a clan of people who will try to discourage you with hypothetical horror stories mixed with paranoia, jealousy and negativity. But you must learn to ignore the clan and empower the crowd for every hater in your life. There are two more builders who are willing to buy into the vision and cooperate in this season. You need cooperation more than you need competence. You need submission more than skill set. Why? Because if their heart is right, God will make up the difference between their skill and his ability. God's spirit will empower them to do what their credentials suggest cannot be done. So Nehemiah gathered his team and in the face of opposition, he turned to God to pray. He cried, hear us, O God, and turn their insults back on their head. This thought slapped me in the face when I realized it. Stop talking to people who can't help you. Instead, turn your attention to the God who can handle your opposition and empower you to keep building. Once they prayed, Nehemiah's team let it go. Why pray if you are not going to let it go? Why give it to God if you plan on taking it back? It was only after they prayed that they were able to rebuild the wall with all of their hearts. And I wonder. If many of us can't rebuild with all of our hearts because Tobiah's words and Sam Ballard's insults are blocking our creativity, interrupting our sleep and obfuscating our focus. Listen to me. You are a game changer and most game changers will never know their impact until they have moved on. I know you want to be celebrated right now, but that won't come until you complete what God brought you here to do. So do it. And expect, expect people to misunderstand you. Add it to your budget now so that you're not in the red later after you have rebuilt. And when you finally get them out of your heart, then God can empower you to build what had never been built before to protect the very people who were once against you. This requires work. I don't know any other way to put it. Purpose is a lot like buying furniture from Ikea. It looks easy until you have to build it yourself. This requires work. And I want to end this purpose thought reiterating this sobering truth in as many ways as I can. I don't care how many people make it seem like their highlight reel was easy. Nope. This will require work. 
I don't care how many people love what they do, and I don't care how much joy and fulfillment you get out of walking in direct obedience to the path God designed for you. Still, there will be days when you won't want to get out of the bed. Still, there will be moments when burnout will make you despise the thing you once enjoyed. If you don't honor a consistent Sabbath and set work-life boundaries in advance, all of this important information will keep you from your destination because this requires work. So when you decide to build it, support it, babysit it, create it, or release it, whatever your it is, know that the divine manufacturer responsible for it included everything you need, just like Ikea, inside of the box. Often, We are challenged with calling because we are tempted to go outside of the instructions God set to borrow supplies from something that wasn't even meant to assist us. Look at Nehemiah 4 and 10. Meanwhile, the people in Judah said the strength of the laborers is giving out and there is so much rubble that we cannot rebuild the wall. In other words, people are human. Not only was Nehemiah surrounded by opponents, he was also surrounded by people who were willing to help but also needed to sleep. Nevertheless, the wall had to be rebuilt. Here's a practical tip. Learn to communicate your purpose in shifts so that one person is not carrying the lion's share of responsibility. Also, can I give a free nugget that I won't even charge you for? Here it is. If someone is helping you rebuild your wall, make sure to also help them repair their house. I am always surprised to discover the hypocrisy of it all. You know what I mean. Isn't it interesting that so many people want us on their team to help them build, but they are radio silent when we ask for help on our building projects. I don't want to cast blame here, so let me examine myself. Ask yourself today, whose team am I on? Who am I helping to advance? How will I give of myself to something bigger and better than me. Remember, if we reap what we sow, then you will receive what you gave. So your purpose project is to take a moment in prayer to receive guidance on who you can support in whatever way you can to upbuild their dreams. Find a way to pour back into someone else's purpose project or organization. Sow a monetary donation into a local church Volunteer your time to a parachurch organization or a ministry you deeply respect. Sponsor a cause that is bigger than you. You never know what your gift card, your small donation, or your uplifting email will do for someone just like you. Let's get to work. Sometimes there are obstacles in the road That can leave you feeling low And you don't know how to move forward And sometimes there are turns you want to take But the way gets hard to trace Now you're wondering how did you get here But don't you give up until you see How God is ordering your steps So you can walk into your season He 
believe it has begun A greater work in you Is faithful to perform God is faithful to perform He that has begun A greater work in you Is faithful to perform Our God is faithful the Lord and receive a harvest for your seed and in due time God will blow your mind with what he planted inside of you to bless the world as it blooms a great work is faithful to perform God is faithful to perform Oh, he that has begun A great work in you Is faithful to perform it God is faithful to perform it So if you ever get discouraged Speak to yourself and say God is doing a great work He's doing a great work He's doing a great work in me God is doing a great work He's doing a great work He's doing a great work God is doing a great work He's doing a great work Doing a great work God is doing a great work Yes He is A greater work in you is faithful to perform. God is faithful to perform. If you got it right here, encourage your neighbor. A greater work is faithful to perform it. God is faithful to perform it. Yesterday, today, and forevermore. God is faithful, faithful and great. Great is His faithfulness. Great is His faithfulness. And what should be considered as we proceed is that this work did not begin with you. Our mothers, mothers, and fathers, fathers, planted seeds, 
when we were but the faint notion of a dream in their mind. They hope for a harvest, a legacy, a great work. So may your next step forward help us to connect the dots and see this picture of greatness. In fact, I hear God say that you are His workmanship. God is doing a great work He's doing a great work in me God is doing Over and over and over and over and over He's doing a great work God is doing a great doing a great work he's doing a great work in me god is doing a great work he's doing a great work he's doing a great work in me